in three and two and one. Hi, Tim Anderson here. Thanks for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it. I call this one when I was 12 years old and stupid. When I was about 12 years old, we moved to Southern California. Back then, other than the smog, Southern California was a paradise. Lots of sunshine, warm most of the year. The mountains and deserts were close by for all sorts of recreation, and the beaches were full of bikini-clad girls. For a 12-year-old boy, it was nirvana. My father, who was an attorney, was very much into the freedom to choose, a freedom he expected me to exercise. However, since he was such a great father, he wanted me to discover on my own that with great freedom came great responsibility. At that time, that was a concept that escaped me, but because I was still a child, my parents usually protected me from my own stupidity. One gloriously hot spring day, I decided I wanted something from the local store. The apartment complex where we lived was very close to the corner store, but there was the apartment complex's asphalt-covered parking lot, an alley that doubled as a legitimate road, and the store's asphalt-clad parking lot to cross first. In other words, about 50 yards of asphalt. Did I mention it was a hot Southern California spring day? Because I had been hanging around the pool, I wore nothing more than a swimsuit. So clad, off I set. My mother, who was with me at the pool, advised me to wear something on my feet. However, since I was free to choose my own path, and only 12 years old, thus stupid, I declined. My mother, as wise and loving as my father, decided the infernal asphalt would teach me a lesson far greater and deeper than she ever could. So, she said nothing as I ventured out. Just past the halfway point on my journey, just past the point of no return, I realized I had made a ragingly stupid mistake by not wearing shoes. So, I ran the rest of the way to the store, which did no good to the tender soles of my now blistering feet. The store's cool tile floor was indeed a relief. However, in the store, I made another stupid mistake. I did not buy a pair of flip-flops to protect my feet from the return journey. Sometimes 12-year-olds aren't all that smart. So, load in hand, back across all the asphalt I sprinted, again doing no good to the seared and savage soles of my feet. I dropped my merchandise on my mother's chaise and leapt into the pool, seeking in its cool water surcease for my pain. I was too proud and embarrassed to cry, but had I been alone, those sobs of pain would have been heart-wrenching. My mother, ever the empathic and loving soul, waited for me to acknowledge both my stupidity as well as my lack of common sense, then took me into our apartment to treat my burns as well as soothe my savage souls. Thanks, Mom. Many years later, when my dad and I communicated as equals, we relived this vignette and both of us laughed. He then asked me what else that pain and embarrassment had taught me. Long story short, it taught me that while I had the freedom to choose, I also had the freedom to live with the consequences of that choice. It also taught me the benefits of both systemic thinking and critical thinking. It taught me the benefits of systemic thinking in that I learned that a simple mistake at point A, not wearing shoes to cross 50 yards of infernal asphalt, would likely present magnified results at point B, second-degree burns all over the soles of my feet. It taught me the importance of critical thinking. I learned to plan ahead. On a hot Southern California spring day, 
It's best to wear shoes when crossing 50 yards of sun-baked asphalt, but not trust success exclusively to spontaneity and or enthusiasm. In other words, I had to learn to think through the entire process while not depending on any rules of thumb, such as, it was not hot yesterday, so it won't be hot today either. My trial by fire was indeed infernal, but what a great learning experience. Now, what lesson should this story burn into your soul? What if an AMC treats you as if it were an asphalt parking lot on a hot Southern California spring day, and you were the soles of my feet? That teaches you you are free to fire that AMC and then live with the pleasant consequences of being free from that pain. What if your own self-doubt threatens to sear your souls? You are free to put on the flip-flops of education and training, eventually to put on the sensible shoes of self-confidence. If, in the past, you've chosen not to educate yourself, you are now free to choose to seek the mentoring and guidance of those wiser than you. There is no shame in seeking such solace. It's not free. But how expensive is ignorance? Must appraisers write clearly and persuasively? There are those who can help with these challenges. Shall we run our businesses properly and efficiently? Many of us are tied down with the details of appraising. There are those to whom we can delegate many of the tasks of such management. There are those who can teach us how to manage, administer, and execute as well. Thanks for listening to my tale of Seared Souls. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. When I can be of a help to you in any of these areas, or any others related to real estate appraisal, contact me at tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be an honor to work with you, as well as a pleasure. Oh, and by the way, are your professional fees high enough? Thanks. And we're clear.